Welcome to another episode of The Grinder. Today we are sitting down with James, my co-host, and we will be going over delegation and what it means for your business and what it means for you. Um, And we're also going to tie a little bit into uh, discipline and how important that needs to be. What's going on, everybody? It's Addison Corbin and my co-host for the day and week and probably month, James Chapman. What's going on, James? Man, I'm doing good. How about you? Doing well. Doing well. I'm all over the place today, man. Hey, man, that's good. It's been a crazy week in a good way. Yeah, and it's only Tuesday. It's only Tuesday. Gosh, man. So going into this uh, podcast for this week, we touched base on a few things last, what, was that last week or the week before? Man, you know, I think we're a little behind. We've been hustling hard. Yeah. So, you know, hey, we got to make money, too. Agreed. Agreed. So either way you want to spin it. We touched base on delegation and how we wanted to go into that, and there was a few notes that we wanted to throw around. However, I want to know your thoughts on delegation and what you think of it, and then we'll spin. So go ahead. So, I mean, delegation's huge. I mean, it's the only way you can add scale and grow your company. Yep. You've got to be able to delegate if you want to get past the footprint of you being the uh, only employee. Right. Or, uh, what's the term they use instead of entrepreneur? Um, Solopreneur? Self-starter? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> going off of everything. Right. Um, so, but yeah, I, I'm with that. Because, I mean, that's literally the, the stepping stone. Because starting off, you know, on your own, that's that's great. That's how you get everything going. Absolutely. Um, but then at what point does your business become bigger than you are and then your business starts running you? I mean, I you know, I can only speak for myself. Right. That's what I want to know. I, I, that's a good point. <laughs> I, I believe day one, there was no question. It was just how quick can I add somebody? How can I make the work outpace me? Right. And I need to bring somebody on to help me continue that growth. Agreed. Agreed. And that's where I'm at this week. Finally yeah. brought on the new ISA. Everything's working out really well. She started her first day on Monday, set an appointment that day, and surprised the hell out of me. Good. And then, which is kind of scary because now she set up three appointments and now I've got to close those three appointments where she doesn't get paid and I don't get paid. Man, you got good problems. Yeah, those are good problems. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It's amazing. I think sometimes people underestimate how, there, there's either usually two ways. Either somebody estimate, underestimates how much having another person can help them and yep. grow. Um, and then I think people... The other side is people who do not prepare, they overestimate, like, oh, I just need a warm body in yep. here, and they have no plan of action going. <laughs> and it totally screws them. I mean, it just totally yep. screws them. So, you know, you, you've got to analyze that. It's not, you're not bringing you in here. Right. You know, you're not making another you. There's not going to be another you. Right. And that's okay, because, like, I have my flaws. There probably doesn't need to be two of me. I agree. But I wouldn't know what to do with two you know, of you. Everybody doesn't have your years of knowledge or know exactly in your head what your business looks like when you go home and you're thinking about it, when you wake up and you're thinking about it. So you got to have a plan of action um, or, or just having another body in there is just going to be one more thing you have to answer to, one yeah. more person you're responsible to, and it's not helping you grow your business. Right. And that's a bad spot to be in. Yeah, and that, that, that's what kind of scared me because I knew as soon as she started, it was about to be game on. Yeah. And not just game on for myself, but for her. Yeah. And that's scary. Yeah. Straight up. Like, not even playing any games. Like, it it kicked me in the butt, man. Because now I'm like, man, it, 
she's she's doing such a good job, and it's mm-hmm. only two days in. She's gonna be coming for my job, man. I like it. That's what you want. <laughs> you want somebody to do that. I know, and I, I think that, I think that's almost why I hired her because I knew that she she had the confidence, she had the the wherewithal to to bring it. And sounds they, like you made a good hire. I feel like I did. I mean, and that's crucial. You know, it's not just the back again, not to the warm body. Yeah, it's having a good way of analyzing, making sure they're going to be a good person, or maybe you just got lucky as hell. Yeah, which could be all above. You know. However, that kind of pulls it into exactly what I wanted to ask you next and kind of what I wanted to have a discussion on mm-hmm. was how do you pick the right people for the right job? So, you know, what I don't I know how it is in, in, in real estate, but in insurance, when you're picking out that next person, what is that next person? Is it like an admin? Is it a sales associate? What is it? You know, I, I mean, I think different industries – different ways where I was at I needed a good admin person I could sell okay Um, that wasn't a problem I needed somebody who could handle all the back-end work and you know also with that I I needed someone who um, that's a little bit easier to hire for Mm -hmm. you know you need a good service rep or an admin who's processing those things you know I I always try to equate what I do it's weird in sales because there's not like a you're not walking around with something in your hand usually. Mm-hmm. With me, I, I don't sell a tangible product. Right. You know, so uh, I like to think of myself in manufacturing. That makes sense. Uh, hey, if, if it's going in, it's hitting the conveyor belt, it's going through, we're popping out this widget, like, okay, we just sold 20 of them, but 15 came back as defective. Yep. That's a problem. Yeah, that's like, a big problem. Hey, somebody's not inspecting this stuff on yeah. the back end. You know, that's what I needed. I wanted somebody to inspect it, make sure it was all going through. The carriers sense, were happy. Man. Yeah. You know, I always try to break it down like I'm in manufacturing. Yeah. That's big. I like that because that's turning it into where it's where it's almost tangible for your brain to process it. And it's absolutely, like, I can visually picture mm-hmm. you know the stuff Someone's coming through and working what's through going it. On. Yeah. yeah. The paperwork part. So Sally Sue's standing there at the conveyor belt. Is she doing her it. job? Right. Yeah, so I'm gonna jump back on you though. You Go asked ahead. a really good question. Yeah, I here's the first part. Like, are you the first thing you need to do is analyze and see if you're at the spot where you can hire somebody. Yeah, a lot of people bring someone on and just think, ah, uh, I'm gonna double my production. Well, like, have you really ran the numbers? Yeah. Are you gonna double your production? Do you have the budget to hire somebody? Okay, so you say you have the, the budget to hire somebody. Are you setting that money aside? Because you can easily spend several thousands of dollars bringing somebody on, and then maybe going and out the door because you, you didn't have that. Yep. Like, that's a big deal. Like, that goes to all kinds of stuff, man. I have people come in like, oh, I'm buying a new car, or I'm buying this house, or this situation, or that situation. And it's like, ha- have you just taken the time to take that money from your checking account, to uh, your retained earnings for your business or your savings account. You know, some people don't even know what a savings account is. Like, yeah. think through the process. Like, if you're saying, hey, next month I'm going to have the money for this, or next month I'm going to start paying the money for this, and it's not, well, are it's you not, paying it today? Yeah. So, I, look, you need to set up a little reserve. Like, work harder. Mm-hmm. Work later. Work longer hours. Start setting the money aside now. So when you bring that person on, you got some reserves. Because I will tell you, when you hire somebody day one, usually you're going to have more work at first. Because mm-hmm. not only do you have to still do all your task and still do mostly what you're going to put them on, you, you got to train them. Yeah. Training takes time. 
If you're gonna do it right, and you actually expect to have somebody of quality to stay with you, you you gotta spend time with them. So you're gonna be busier than you were before you hired them. That makes sense. Man, that makes complete sense. And it's like, you have to, for me, when I was bringing her on, I knew for a fact Making it a salary position was not going to be the situation uh-huh. because I know for a fact if if she doesn't produce in the first six months, uh-huh. I'm there's hell no, am I wasting the money? However, she just showed me in the first two days that she can she can put up. Yeah. So now, what I set up, and this is for me personally, like I don't know if, if if you're able to do something like this, but for the first six months, I told her, look, your commission, you are commission based. Every position that you do, anything you bring in is commission. And as it closes and as things come through and as, as things come through the cracks, they, you know, as, as, as they do, you'll get paid. So as you're pushing it, I'm going to be pushing it just as hard. And it's going to make us, you know, where you're, you're making sure I get things done and I'm making sure you get things done because it's, right. it's a lever. So All boats rise with the tide, man. Right. And that's what I'm saying. So it, it flows so well. Because now that I know that she can run it, I know that these first six months, I'm going to have just enough to take care of her for the next six months. Right. And then maybe bring on another one. Good. So, But yeah, and my concept behind it was, you know, like you said, like admin, that's probably somewhere where I'm probably going to have to head. However, I'm thinking of bringing on another sales. And just, I mean, if I can have someone on the phones, two people on the phones, making those phone calls, making, bringing in the... I can close. I mean, I know I can close. Look, I, I think each situation is different. Yeah. Um, what amount of back end work needs to be done? Yeah, well, um, yeah, insurance is a lot different. That makes sense. Man, don't even get me started on that. Yeah. Especially, oh gosh. So, uh, but you know, I, I, as long as you're filling it out, you got an action plan built around it. Like, hey, yeah. what's this person going to do? You also got to remember if you're delegating some of your task that you need to take off your back to them. Yeah. You gotta also make sure you delegate to the most important person in the room, yourself. yourself. Like you gotta change the task you're doing because mm-hmm. you don't need to be like hovering over them, getting in the way. Like if you trust the person, you've trained them right. Don't get out of the way. Yeah. Let them do the work. And that's almost for yourself as well. Get 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 out of your. I think a lot of people stand in the way of themselves. Absolutely, and I do it all the time. Yeah, and it's just. I mean, it's just one of those things that it just. It's. You have to step away sometimes, and you have to let. If if you've done your job and you've done it correctly, like you said, step back. I, I will tell you is one thing that I was not doing well with, and I've made major improvements on. And I, you know, hey, look, I'm learning every day too. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, there's quite a few employee employees under me now, but like. You know, I hire one more. I've never had that many. I hire another. I've never had that many. So I got to continue to learn, right? Um, do a better job of checking up because some people don't want to disappoint you. They want to tell you, "Hey, no, I got it. I'm doing a good job." Like, go back, sit down at their stuff, and go through everything. You don't need to do that every day or every move they make, but like once a week, once a month, as time goes on and you lengthen that leash, yeah, like. You, you need to make sure you take and put some good eyes on how they're doing stuff. And when you see something wrong, fix it right then. Yeah. Like, jump on it right then. Hey, I heard you talking to somebody this way. You know, change it up. Like, 
people pay us good money. Maybe we need to make sure we're like, you do this every day. They don't. Right. You you understand it. They don't. Like you need to make sure you're spinning that and making it more understandable. Asking, hey, do you understand? Going through the routine of 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 making sure the client's happy. Right. You know so. Uh, I've really tried to jump on that, so I'm creating a consistent process in my company because there's not just two or three of us anymore. You know, I, I, I have to make sure that everybody's in line, so we're we're having a consistent message on whatever we're doing. Yeah, and that takes a lot of energy. Yeah, it does. So, and that that pulls right into exactly what I wanted to tie into. Anyways, is communication, communication and micromanaging. I'm going to separate them because we have plenty of time today, so yeah. I'm going to kind of just let it flow. Communication, point blank, is is the key to everything. So, like you said, if you have an issue, bring it up. If you see something that needed to be done, bring it up. It can, is there ever too much communication? Uh, people may differ on that. Mm-hmm. My opinion is is no. Yeah. Like, people walk around my office and joke that I can beat a dead horse. Yeah. Well, but they know where I stand on yeah. something, like... There's so much, so many things we're doing. There's so many things we're communicating. Like, I want to make sure they understand where we stand on it. And as a company, this needs to be our message. Right. Or this is how we do it. This is how we stand. Right. I want to make it to the point where they can make fun of me and, and imitate me behind my back. Yeah. Like, that's great. Then they know exactly how it should be done. So when it's not done that way, there's, there's no excuse. Issue, right. There's an issue. Yeah. So I don't think you can over communicate. And I like that. I'm all about that, and I, you know, I, I made sure that every stream was open. I was like, if you have a questions, if you're at home and mm-hmm. you decide you want to make some phone calls, do it. However, if you come across an issue, call me right then, not tomorrow, not the next day when you come in. Call me. But that's one of those things. I I think having an open communication between whether if they're you know just running the paperwork or if they're making the sales calls, like it's got to be open. I think another part of communication which people overlook is. How, not only what that person's supposed to be doing, but how it contributes to the overall good of the company, how it contributes to your vision. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we're both salespeople, so yeah. it's easy to get deep in the weeds with somebody in sales and how they make the difference, right? right? But that's just as important on service or the admin side. And it's important to remind people in those positions how they contribute to the good of the company. They're just right. important as salespeople. Right. Just as important. It's like I like to use the analogy of rowing a boat. This is what I use in my office. We're rowing a boat. Sales is on one side, uh, account manager is on the other. Right. If the account managers quit rowing, we're going to do circles. Yeah. Vice versa. Yeah. We're not going to get anywhere. Right. We all got to row. We all got to do our parts. And that's what pushes us forward and helps us get where we want to go. 100%. 100%. I mean, you can have you can have all your folks in the front line, but if no one is there backing them up, you're in mm-hmm. trouble. I mean, at the end of the day, you're in trouble. Because I'm, I'm thinking at the point now, it's like, I can, I, I can set her up for everything she needs to do, and I can only speak because I only have one, you know, employee. Mm-hmm. However, I can set her up perfectly fine. But if I'm not backing her up on anything that she needs, then it's, it's not, it's not going to work, at all. Yeah. And it, it's, it's, I see it almost as if, I'm, she's not working for me. I'm working for her. 100% because with if I'm not pushing her she's not going to push back to me you see what right. I mean and it's like I, you know my thoughts at least I, I've always tried to take the mentality of the teamwork I mean it mm-hmm. is a team um, 
it and somebody may be leading the team, but it's still a team. And right. everybody depends on each other and you know you you gotta work together on stuff. So so you know, with you saying that, let me ask you, I mean mm-hmm. um did you when you hired her? Did you delegate for something that you weren't really doing, and you just knew like it needed to be done, or was it something that like, hey, I'm not fitting this in like I should? Or I mean, what was the situation? Okay, so situation point blank, I knew that I needed to. I only have so much time in the day. Uh-huh. I'm getting real sick and tired of putting out two to three hours in the morning for just phone calls. I'm sick and tired of it because. It's a crucial part of my business, mm-hmm. point blank. If you lead generation, whether that's whether that's online, which I can do with that all day, or making my phone calls, however I need to do it, at some point I was like, I need to leverage this out because this is not one of my favorite tasks, mm-hmm. and it's never going to be. I'm person to person. I'm not on the phone. I'm person to person. So I was like, what is the quickest way for me to cancel this out and get me to person to person? And... I was like, you know what? I, it's it's so easy for me because my discipline part of it with that is like it's so easy for me to say, okay, you know what? I'm not going to do this today because I have enough business currently, and I was like, I need to stop that. So I was like, what's the next thing you need to do? You need to leverage it out, delegate it out, however you want to say it, and so brought her on, anyways. Look, man, I'll tell you, there's some people who would not admit that. Like, hey, this is something I'm not doing because I'm, you know, it's not my strong suit or whatever. Right. And they wouldn't be real about that. Right. Somebody who's smart about trying to grow a business is very real about that. Yeah. I'm not good at everything. I never will be. And I'm okay with that. Right. Because there's stuff that I have really great strengths at, and I'm going to stay focused on that. I'm going to sure up my weaknesses. But I'm going to focus on my strengths. 100%. And uh, if there's somebody who can come in that is opposite of that and we complement each other, it sounds like a better winning team. Yeah. You know? And on top of that, I mean, the fact that she brought in appointments already, I wasn't doing that in the first three weeks. I just wasn't. Yeah. On the phone, I can't see mannerisms. I can't see how your body's reacting. I can't mm-hmm. see what I need to see to understand where you are. I mean, I can understand your voice. I can hear your tone. I, can, I, I understand these things. But I also don't want to be... That's just not who I am. Yeah. And I understand that. And I understood that from day one when I was like, you know, I got to pick up a phone and call people now? I thought this was just person to person, you know? Right. <laughs> and so, therefore, I was like, now nah, I got to do this. So you get tired of it, man. Mm-hmm. And and you realize I can leverage this out and do more business than I've been doing. Well, you're saying that 100%. The word you're leveraging it out. Like, there you go. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so it's it started. You hired towards your your weakness, right. which is great. You got somebody doing something, so you can focus more on the things that you truly enjoy. So, so tell me, like, how, how have you done some of your training? Like, have you just okay. been like, hey, here's here's how we kind of talk. I'm gonna listen to you. That so that, that that was that was the fun part um, because I knew that if I didn't show her, she wasn't going to. In my eyes, if you're gonna tell me to do something, you better be able to do it. Right, so that was I was like, you know what, I can do it. I do it pretty decently, you know. It's 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 that's just the fact that I don't like to do it. So I said, you know what, we'll sit down, we'll go through exactly how you need to say things, how you need to present yourself on the phone, you know, all the all the good stuff. And then I was like, you know what, we have other teams in this office that kill it. 
And this is what they do. They have ISAs that kill. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to schedule you to sit in with them. And you're going to sit down for the day. And you're going to continue to do this for like the next two weeks. Mm-hmm. And you're going to sit down and talk. Figure out how they do on phone. What do they say? Just follow what their routine about how they go through the day while they're making the phone calls. She sat down. She took notes. I mean, she was gung-ho. And then I put her in another room with an, with an opposite person to kind of say, hey, this is how they do things. What's the difference? Where do you feel more comfortable? Okay, well, you felt more comfortable here because you, you, know, you understood what was moving. Mm-hmm. Great. Now I know what you need. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So then I just took that. We sat down. She started on Monday. The first few hours were a little bit, you know, she was nervous. And I said, look, you understand what you need to do. Do you have any questions? No. Do you understand why you're doing it? Yes. Perfect. I can run with this. So you and I are going to come up with a, you know, kind of what, like an intro to when you answer the phone, you know what to say. And we're going to say it what's comfortable to you, but what I already know it works. And we ran through that. And first time, and I'm not even playing, she ran through like scripts with, with people before and it wasn't working. It just wasn't her. We sat down for... 15 minutes came up with a an intro basically because it's not even a script because she's not trying to get something out of you it's literally she's just trying to set an appointment and so I just understood that and I said look this is what we're going to say and what what would you say in this situation to make it yours she said blah 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 you know whatever first time she said it boom appointment set very cool yeah that's awesome. I just ran it, so. Man, no, you, you gave good information. I mean, I think that's what people need to hear, especially if they're on the fence. I mean, I know de- delegation is not always about the very first hire, yeah. but I know there's a lot of folks out there that are working hard, and that first hire is scary. Oh, it was. Yeah. You know? I mean, it's because it's like once you jump off that, like you're going down a new path. Right. And that's cool. And that, that, that's where I wanted to be anyways. My idea is... I love real estate. I love the factor of what it can bring to a family. However, I don't want to sell real estate all my life. I want to be ahead of a company that sells real estate. You see what I'm saying? And brings the happiness. I don't want to have to, I will personally show a home. I will sell a house, whatever you need. However, if I can delegate that out and make sure that my culture and who I am as a person is brought into that company all day. That's what that that's what I want. And that's what you know. I, and I, I and that's that's the cool thing about once you start getting some people under you, and you set them up for success, you set them up for opportunity, and they take advantage of that. Uh, when I hired my first salesperson, you know, when I opened my company, the I had, I purchased another guy's book. He was retiring, so I took over his service rep. My first true hire, like I went out and found somebody, and they were the first hire was uh, was a salesperson. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, when I opened my company, man, I wanted to make more money, right. all right? And I didn't have ill intentions about it. I didn't lie to people to make more money, but I wanted to make more money, and there's nothing wrong with that. Right. But it is awesome. I mean, it is, it is one of the most gratifying things to see somebody work for my company and have opportunity that I put together, but them just grab it and run with it. Mm-hmm. And it's not a win every day. I see them struggle, and then I see them overcome. But that is like the best feeling, being in charge of a company. I, you know, it's not so much I want to sell insurance. I want a company where it's great for a client and it's great for the people that work there that can make their lives more successful. Yes. It, it, 
And that's what drives good business. And it, it brings it home because you know that you are doing the absolute best that you can possibly do, and you're you're providing value. And it's not just in your life and in your family's life, but the clients you touch, the actual people that are working for you, they're actually working as a group, as a team, and I mean that's what I'm shooting for. Yeah. So, but yeah, um, I know that. We kinda, so, kind of recapping all yeah. that. So, you know, look, I think you need if you're ready to delegate, or if you need to do a better job of delegating. Mm-hmm. Um, the budget piece is first to me. If you already got the person in place, they're already working for you, but you're looking up across the table or whatever across the office, and you're like, I'm just not delegating like I should, then the budget piece doesn't play. You've already got them there. You're already paying for it. You've worked it into the budget. You need a plan of action. Like, use some effort. Take some time. Write out a plan to do items, action plans, what makes them successful in this company? What boxes can they check yeah. to say, okay, I did a good job today? Yeah. That's 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 the step you got to take. And you're going to scratch your head and you're going to figure it out. But that, it's going to get you realistic to what they need to be doing and then what you need to be doing. I agree. Um, and then the, the next step with that is once you do that, you've explained it, they get it. You beat a dead horse, as, as my people like to tell me. Yeah. All right? Then having a good follow-up and a good way of critiquing. But also with critiquing is, hey, you're crushing this. Yep. Awesome job. Yep. Reinforce what they're doing good. Mm-hmm. Just like you need to be reinforcing what you do good. Yeah. You got to do that for them too. 100%. I mean, when she did that, when she made that first appointment, I literally ran out the office and I was like, woo! You know? Yeah. And, I, and everybody looked and I was like, she just killed it. I, she just did something in one one five-hour day that I did not do in three weeks. Like, yeah. what? Yeah. What? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that, 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 that says a lot. I wanted to, you know, we want to try and put this in 30 minutes. We got a few minutes left. We got about four. Um, so to kind of swing it, how often should you check in? I mean, I think that depends. I mean, on the person? It, I think it depends on the person and the job. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, man. I think if you feel like you need to check in, you need to walk check in there in. and check in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Talk to them. Take a minute. Um, I just brought on a new employee, employee Monday. Um, they already had a good bit of experience, so there wasn't a ton of training. Plus, this person's really sharp. They're organized. They're ready to jump in and, and get their hands dirty. Uh, but a couple times a day, I, I'm just reaching out and going, hey, are you feeling good? I want to make sure if you got questions, you're letting me know. Right. But but with that, sometimes people will have questions and they and they won't say anything. Yeah. Uh, maybe something you see as urgent they don't know yet. So I'm reaching out like, hey, what went well today? What didn't go well today? What questions do you have? You know, making sure they, they see it's a team. We're working together. Yeah. Uh, I want to check in. And that, that that's big. And I, I think when you bring on that person, I kind of needed to say, okay, it's not only what I would want to hear when I am when I was getting hired on. It's you really have to figure out who that person is because you just hired them. You just brought on a responsibility of their well-being and how they make a living. So you have to, A, register that up here and then come to that and say, okay, what the hell did I just get myself into, right? And then process it, do your task management, which I've killed, by the way, just to you know, toot my own horn. 
Um, oh, with your A1 and your and your board and stuff? Right. I, I saw I'm, that. It's nice. I'm not even playing games anymore. Good. That and then my discipline on my sleeping mm-hmm. because I used to set, you know, three, four, five alarms and wake up. And then, I, you know, you putting me on, you and um, – however, putting me on Extreme Ownership, mm-hmm. that book has literally changed everything. And I appreciate you for doing that. I also want to say a quick shout out to you for your social media game. Oh You're man, stepping thanks. it up, and I'm yeah. listening, and that's cool. Yeah, it's about time. Um, but you, you're doing a good job. And if you haven't checked out his social media, what is your stuff? JD Chapman eighty four is. Uh, I mean, I keep, I keep it simple, man. JD Chapman. <laughs> JD Chapman eighty four is uh, Instagram. It's it's got all my links there. Uh, mm. We also got a Chapman Insurance Group page on Facebook. But, I'll, uh, I'll drop. Some I'm really links. focusing on Instagram, man. Mm-hmm. Not to sidetrack here, but really quick. I don't know. It's more intimate. It like is. it's 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 more engaging. If I, I can I give it, it to you in a really short way, social media is where my game is, mm-hmm. and that's what I love, and that's how I socialize with my company. Um, Instagram is person to person. Yeah. Facebook is to multiple people. That's just mm-hmm. the way it focuses, um, and you're able to kind of dial down. Facebook stories are going to be very, very much the check mark if you're mm-hmm. looking for it because just if you look at how Snapchat's faced, mm-hmm. it's just they're losing and Instagram is gaining. So, man, I got a Snapchat. Or I pretty much you click on it, just kind of see what everybody's got going on. Yeah, and that's so. how that's all it is. So, but back to Extreme Ownership, Jocko Willings, that book is fucking killed it. You know what makes it great and why it makes a difference is because when you finish that book, if you believe what he says, you have no one to blame. hundred percent. And at the end, when he reevaluates, like in the last chapter, when he goes over absolutely everything, mm-hmm. if you do not kick yourself in the ass mm-hmm. at the end of that book, I, we ain't, we aren't friends. Yeah. No, just clean. I do not want to be around you because yeah. if that does not literally change everything, that it, it just brings it together, mm-hmm. man. And and you know the audible yeah. version, uh, Jocko Willink and Leif Babin. Mm-hmm. They they read the book. They're amazing storytellers as well. Man. I would sit in parking lots, pull up, and I'd be like, "Man, I got, I got, this has got to hit a dead out, spot. Man. This has got to, I got to finish this spot out before I even get out of my vehicle." Amazing story. Two motivated guys. They got a great team. They got a company, uh, Echelon Front. I mean, look them up on on social media. They got a great uh, great team. JP Donnell. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a bunch of, they're awesome. They're awesome guys. They're setting amazing examples. You need good examples, Randy, yeah. if you're if you're trying to bring your game up. Yeah. And there's I will I don't say too much about books. I don't say too much about audio books because there's not a lot that really there's there's always something to pull from somewhere. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt about that. But I don't say too much because I don't want to give up just like any recommendation. But I'm telling you right now that book there's not a person in this world I would not recommend it to. Yeah. Well, that book, you know, most books, you're like, oh, that was a good little piece of advice. That's a good right. nugget. You're always like, oh, I pulled out some nuggets. Book, that man. book changes the way you look at yourself. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's 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 from That's here it. to here. Yeah. And I'm like, holy moly. You know what's interesting? I mean, I, I don't go around asking everybody that. Yeah. But I don't know anybody who's read the book, experienced the book through right. Audible or whatever, and not had the same reaction. I'm, so I, I I literally forwarded it on to probably six or seven people. It's a great book, man. And it's I know what it's gonna do for me, and like just just the value that it brought to me. Mm-hmm. 
and I'm not even scared because me giving out that other information to the people like that you consider competition, man, bring it on. Yeah. Bring it on because yeah. now I'm waking up at that first alarm because I know that I'm going to win. Dude, that's mm-mm. And that that's big for me because I love sleep. I love sleeping in. Yeah. And not anymore. I I think the cool part is is the thought of discipline, the discipline of the second you think it, you do. Mm-hmm. Like that's discipline. Um, I don't know how we went from delegation to discipline. It doesn't matter, man. I, <laughs> it it flows one. because it's it's the truth, and I feel like it, it's value mm-hmm. point blank. Yeah. So, All right, so so let's wrap it up, it up on delegation. Um, you know, we talked about budget. If, if it's somebody new, plan of action for that person, plan yeah. of action for yourself, how, you know, what's winning, what's losing, those kind of things. Right. The follow-up, uh, how much you should follow up. Once again, I mean that's a great person question. I, I I think it's what's needed. Mm-hmm. You know, you're a small team. I think you should follow up more. Oh yeah. So. Well, I think hell, if you're a bigger team, you should follow up more. But you're probably going to have more. Um, you know, it's you're going to have more delegation. For as, that. as my company's grown, um, my uh, the the first agent I hired, you know, I we joke quite a bit. It, through time, we joke because we busted our butts to just make that company grow, and she's been with me through thick and thin. And I'm like. You know, she's seen me tell the same story. Like, hey, enjoy it now while we're smaller, because as we grow, it won't be this. It right. won't be as intimate. It can't be. Yeah, it'll just, still be a great place. We'll still have a great culture. We'll still build it, but it's not going to be as intimate as right now. We're not going to come in here and sit at one desk and 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 talk about the difference we made today right. and the wins. Like, like, like. It's, it's not going right to be. Right it's just not logical. You can't do that in eight different companies, <clears> right? Different places. Like, you just can't be. I mean, you probably do it every other Sunday, yeah. every other company, but you're not going to have the same. But we'll have the wherewithal to do maybe more right. more group events, those mm-hmm. kind of things. But it'll never be the nitty-gritty, yeah. you know, person to person. tiny office, mm-hmm. sitting there figuring it out, not knowing half of what we're doing, and just, just going hard and trying to make a difference right. as a team. And that's uh, that's fun. So is there anything else we're missing with delegation? No. Or you think we've had all the highlights? I put all the notes in, and we hit every single highlight. And you actually hit them, like, without me even bringing them on to you. Huh. So that means that we work good together, I believe. Well, it sounds like to me, even with your first start, you already had – you did your proper homework. Yeah. So it's, I encourage people – I was scared. <laughs> yeah, man. Not, I, not I even wait. a joke, man. I was like, son of a gun, what have I gotten myself into? Yeah, that's money you're taking from your pocket. To make a difference. I mean, you're hedging a bet. That's yeah. what you're doing. Yeah. You're hedging a bet. So, I'd like to end with this. Um, if you're if you've been on the fence about bringing on that first person, it's the delegation piece that scares you. Do your homework. What's it really going to cost you? Yeah. How are you going to compensate? Is it a fair compensation plan? Don't be cheap. You yeah. know, be fair. Okay, but don't be just cheap, and you're not going to end up with good people that way. Yeah. Um, and being cheap also is with your time. Mm-hmm. It's not just your money. Like, I want people to come in my company, even if they leave in a year, two years, ten years, whatever the case may be, I want them to leave as better people. Oh, and if you got that mindset, you're not being cheap because yeah. you're giving them your most valuable thing, and that's time. And then, look, you know, I will tell you, if you got somebody on, you're not delegating right, think about what task you need to be accomplishing, what tasks they should be accomplishing. Write it down. Write it down. <laughs> Do something with it. I agree. Don't just talk to yourself about it or shake your head while you're listening to this podcast going, that's a good point. Do something. Take some action. Make some differences in your life and the people who depend on you that work under you. 
You know what they say? Competition drives. What is it? Competition drives what? I don't know. I'm gonna. I'm gonna leave you on a blank on that one. I'm gonna just. (laughs) Anyways, I think you and I have um, finally figured out our mojo. Yeah. So look, hey, we're still growing this thing. Do us a favor. Tell somebody about it. Subscribe. Mm -hmm. Hey, if you're feeling really nice, maybe leave us a review. Send it to your boss if he's not delegating properly. Wow. Ooh, James just dropped a bomb. All right. <laughs> no, I, I didn't drop <laughs> no, a bomb. He just dropped a bomb. All right. I will see you guys next week.